What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Fingers crossed she blindfolds me and gives me video games this Hanukkah. It's the <laughs> one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And forget about it. You bought yourself, what is it called? That thingy? <laughs> an Xbox? Yeah. John bought himself an Xbox four years ago. I'm going to summarize it. He played it about three times. That's accurate. Yeah. And so. I, I bought it before COVID, too. You think that'd be a good COVID purchase for sitting at home and we could play video games. But I bought it pre-COVID. Yeah, I don't know why you bought it. I'm fine why. with it. I watched, I watched DVDs on it. But I, I don't know. I don't why. know why. Like, you don't play games. At least you were cool about it because, well, we have a friend who I bought the Xbox, he bought the Xbox, except he hid it from his girlfriend, now his wife. Mm -hmm. He would play it when she was out, then he would put it in his trunk, and then when she left, he would bring (laughs) it out and play again. Oh, I know. You bought it on Black Friday before COVID. Mm, I didn't buy anything on Black Friday. It was like 110 or 120. It was like cheap. It was a steal. Yeah, it was a steal. I mean, I can watch my Harry Potter and Jurassic Park DVDs on it, so... Yeah. Speaking of watching, are we in reruns? Are we watching... Was this a rerun that we watched this week? What do you mean? Name one thing that happened this episode that hasn't already happened this season. Uh, what do you mean? Everything that happened. Let's let's do it really quickly. Um, Kim went to see Usman in Again. Nigeria. Happened. Uh, Michael and Angela fought. Happened. Happened. Um, who else did we have? Uh, Bilal and Shida talked about kids. Classic. Happened. Who else do we have here? Yara and Joby. Yara and Joby, they're arguing about whether or not Yara's going to stay in Europe. Am I missing anything? I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. We're in reruns, folks. Yeah, they need to bring something interesting I don't, new uh, into the mix. Uh, yeah, I don't know if... I don't know if they're still on holiday break and they haven't woken up and Oh, said, and Jenny and Summit. And well, Jenny and Summit. Summit's parents still hate her. Exactly. And that even, I forgot about that segment because it was about nine seconds long. Yeah. And nothing happened. I think happened. Kim and Usi can carry the show with this new yes, kid this adoption. Is, <laughs> this is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a big spoiler alert or a big bomb drop this episode. Oh yeah. And we'll we'll get to it, but yeah, I still am, am quite amused by this and even more so now that we've gotten more information. Well, okay, I know some of you guys messaged us saying it is normal in certain countries and that's perfectly fine. I've never heard of it. I don't think Kim has either. No. I don't think Jamal has either. No. And I don't think Mohammed has either. <laughs> Definitely has not. No, and, and that's why these shows are interesting is because yes. we, we get to watch oh, different yeah. we get to watch different cultures. And so yeah, if everyone acted the way <laughs> we do over here, it'd be pretty boring. Very but true. Let's let's not talk about it all right now. Let's do a little housekeeping. All right. Guys, follow us on Instagram. At Married to Reality Pod, we are posting memes, we're posting news, we message with you guys, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, we talk. You guys, some of you guys share that we made your top Spotify Ooh. 2022 list. Thank Woo-hoo. you. So thank you all for sharing. That really made our day. Thank, yeah, thank you guys for sharing that. Every yeah. time we got one in, I was like, really? Oh, huh. thank you. Right? So, yeah. Right? Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. 
Um, speaking of listening, if you guys want to l- listen to even more of us, head on over to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. And there's a couple reasons to do so. We're sort of in this weird period where MAFS has come to an end. Yeah. And Below Deck Med has come to an end. And so we're really doing the happily ever after. Yes. And we're doing the single life. Okay. Which so, is coming to an end. Which is coming to an end. And, and, I'll, and I'll tease a little bit by saying stay tuned to the By the Ways to learn more. Because I'm going to give a little more information during the By oh, the Ways. Oh, okay. But we are over on Patreon. So if you're like, ah, one episode a week is not enough, then come on over to the Patreon. There's there's a lot happening over there and more to happen very soon. So patreon.com slash reality. Yes, but guys, don't you be sad because some of you are asking us, oh, are you going to cover anything else? Yes, we will. We'll cover maths when yes. it comes out after the holidays because yes. also holidays, traveling, we're going to be all over. I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to be all over. So we're just going to finish what we have in yeah. the works. We're going to start something new possibly, but John well, will let you know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But we will cover maths on this platform. Yes. So patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast right here. So as Teresa said, when maths comes back in a month, well, you don't even have to think about it. It'll come right to your device as soon as we drop it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as the German spa. Non pun intended. Uh, uh, excuse me. I can never say it. You say it. No pun intended. Damn it. No <laughs> pun intended. There you intended? N- intended. No pun intended. What did I say? Attendant. Well, because people always say it so quickly. They always like, no pun intended. I'm like, oh, no pun intended. I'm like the pun attendant. <laughs> I'm always there for the puns. I'm the pun attendant. You're, you're no pun intended. No pun intended. You got it. Ah, that was a hot I, spot. I'm I not, knew. I knew I should have brought it down. I didn't. That was a hot spot. But that was beautiful. I've done this in Utah. No. It was uh, the winter that we mashed on huh. the dating app. Well, don't tell me who you were floating around with. With my aunt and uncle. Well, by myself, but I was there with them. That's even sadder. What are you talking about? It was, the, it was an awesome it was, New Year's. It was snowing? Yes. I was sitting in this hot spot. Yeah. Spa. Well, spot. Uh-huh. <laughs> in the Utah mountains. And it was snowing. It was just me. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, smash it like it's as hot as this bar. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, if you could do that, you know what makes our day, makes our week. Some of these reviews make our year. And it's this is the season to give, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the season to be giving. And receiving. And mm-hmm. we would love to receive a review from you. I mean, if you need us to blindfold ourselves, we'll do it. You can, <laughs> we know how some gift giving is done around here. We'll blindfold. You guys send in a review. If it's a five-star review, we'll read it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I got one I'd like to read right now. All right. All right, here we go. This review comes to us from our friend, Miss Linz. Hello, Miss Linz. Although maybe it's Miss, oh, maybe she's been clever now that I read it. Miss Linz with a Z. Like Miss Linz? Z. So maybe it's Miss oh. Lindsay and she's just being a little clever. Ooh, okay. Either way. Beautiful review from Miss Lynn's five stars titled Great Podcast, Fun and Enjoyable. Okay, here we go. Easily the best podcast that covers maths. What? 
What? Miss Lynn's. Well, thank you. I don't know if we'll, we deserve that, but thank you. We'll be back, bitches. <laughs> we'll be back, bitches. <laughs> all right, Miss Lindsay. Um, I also love all the 90-day content and now seeking sister wife. Ooh, Hello. John yeah. and Teresa have great chemistry, banter, and hot takes on all the reality shows they cover. I love Teresa's accent oh. and hearing about life in Czech. Sad I didn't find out about this podcast sooner. We're sad about that, too. Smash that follow button like it's as hot as Benny's backflip. Woo! Miss Lynn's slash Miss Lindsay. A review. Literally, I mean, I'm glad, that, I'm glad all these reviews are coming in because we're a little backed up. So I'm reading these. These are a few months old. But this is, this is the reviews you want to read around the holiday. It's just yeah. so uplifting and so positive and so much love. So thank you. Thank you for the love for my accent. It always lifts my spirits. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Miss Lindsay. And that's all right. I don't think you really mess, mentioned anything about me here, but that's, uh, yeah, that's all right. Don't say anything. It's all right. It's all about Teresa. It's about Teresa, yes. <laughs> Speaking of Teresa. Oh, boy. Today, guys, it's been 12 years Whoa! since I got off the boat. Hello. I'm kidding. I landed in JFK, but... <laughs> <laughs> Did you plan that joke? No. Yeah, the way you delivered that was very prepared. I just thought of it. Yeah, but no, today it's been 12 years. Wow. And out of the 12 years, I spent seven with this man over here. Hello. Happy let's anniversary. All, let's all shout out to Jonathan. Happy anniversary. Give a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Shout seven years. Well, seven years with you, 12 years on this land of... Uh, Oh, thousands and thousands of opportunities. There you go. I should have prepared this speech. You really should have. <laughs> yeah. Can we move on? An infinitive, infinite You're opportunities. Really, okay. We, we, we got to add some more podcasts back into the mix because I feel like we're losing our touch. Right. Here. Yeah. You're Inf- tripping all number? over yourself. It's a number. It's infinite, infinite, right? Infinite. Infinite opportunities. Uh-huh. No pun attendant. No. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. Okay, okay, you you take over. Thank you. You take over. Let's do my segment that I call 90 Day By The Way. Can you even do it? No, because the, <laughs> honestly, this was a slow week. I think the weeks are getting slower and slower. I think everyone's off on holiday break. No one's doing anything crazy. No one's doing anything worth talking about. But a couple, a couple things here. Number one, thank you to all our friends, first of all, who sent us this story. This is a, it's a great story. It's a happy story. It's a positive story. Kara and Guillermo just had their first baby. Woohoo! And Congrats. it's a boy. What's the name? I saw the story, but I missed the name. Nicholas Antonio. Nicholas Antonio. Antonio. I wonder if that's a first name or if that's first middle. Oh, I Nicholas, think it's first I mean, middle. That's power. Like a two name first name is very powerful. Like Giancarlo. That's very powerful. Is it? I think so. So his nickname would be Nah. If it was N-A. a shortcut, yeah, like, nah. Non-alcoholic. <laughs> Not a fan, but... Yeah. Or it's like the um, when you're filling out a form and you have nothing to say, you yeah. put N slash A. Not applicable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but this is Nicholas Antonio, everybody, and very, uh, very adorable. And now I think if there was any question, I, I think we probably can assume they'll make an appearance on a happily ever after or... Such a such I a spin-off. So. There's a new storyline now. We yeah, can, we with can, the baby. And I want to see Guillermo as a dad. I think that would be interesting. I think all last season he was portrayed as the baby. Well, now he has a baby. <laughs> and so what's he going to do? That's very true. Right? Interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's, by the way, number one, congrats to Kara and Guillermo. Congrats, peeps. Number two, 
This is the one I said stay tuned for. All right. It's here. Love and Paradise is returning to TLC on Monday, December 19th. It's going to be here before you know it. Love and Paradise. Very exciting. But perhaps the more exciting part, we're going to be covering it on the Patreon. Covering for the Cousins Club and the Family Affair levels. You know how we do. They're going to get Love and Paradise. And let's not forget that in January, we'll be adding Darcy and Stacey. So you guys, the content doesn't stop. Yes. Okay. There's so much happening over there. The single life is going to be wrapped up the Monday prior to Love and Paradise. So we'll go right from the single life to Love and Paradise. Perfect timing. There is no break in between, guys. No break. And that means I'm guessing Love and Paradise is probably going to go into Darcy and Stacy. So at some point, you you Patreon friends, you're going to be getting double the yeah. content over there for the same price. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Love and Paradise coming at you Monday, December 19th. So we'll probably drop it Tuesday, December 20th. Yes. So excited. We never covered the show before. We've watched. Yeah. But we've never recapped. So we're excited to talk about this. We watched. We hung out with one of the one ah, of the stars. Oh, Amber. Hello. Amber, Amber alert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amber but and, not that Amber, Amber alert. Amber and Daniel. No. Amber and Daniel, they're so much fun. So I'm excited to watch them on the show. Yes. So stay tuned. Join the Patreon if you guys are into that. Because again, maths, it's going to be a little bit of time before we get back to that. And Below Deck Med is done. So the Patreon... It's going to have a couple shows going on, and then right here we'll have our 90-day happily ever after. Yeah, and it's something new too, guys. I feel like I'm excited because, yes, we've been covering Below Deck for a while now, but as much as I love it, there's so many different Below Decks. I was like, let's cover something new. And here we go. Let's do Love in Paradise. Yes. All right. We needed something to pick up after the single life. I think this is perfect. I think it's great. All right. We hope you guys are excited. So again, patreon.com slash married to reality. All right. That is the housekeeping. <sighs> Should we talk about the reason we're here? Let's Teresa, do it. Which is Sunday night, 90 day fiance, season seven, episode 15, happily ever after. Question, Question mark. mark. Who are we starting with? Let's start with Kim and Usi. Okay. Kim and Usi. I feel like I'm finally ready to podcast. I mean, it are took you, me a while. It took there? me a while to a yeah. little rusty. Okay. All right. I mean, we went from doing 59 podcasts to doing two. I know. What in are the, we? Well, it just happened in the past two or three weeks because some shows ended. Yeah. But I feel like now I'm like, oh my gosh, we went from literally podcasting all the time. Every single day. Every single day to podcasting twice a week. But it's it not will. Enough. It's not enough. It's just for now. It's not enough. Give, right. it, give it a couple more weeks and we're back with multiple. Well, let's do it. Let's talk about Kim and Usman. So, okay. She came back from Nigeria. Now it's time to head back to Nigeria. Yes. And so she's packing, right? On the bed. Ah. On the bed, Teresa. And, okay. She's packing hangers. And nothing but, basically. Nothing Why? to put on nothing to put on those hangers. Just hangers. Why would you pack hangers? Well, because hangers, you know, they're not very prevalent in Nigeria. 
Just, oh my gosh. Fold your clothes. I mean, you don't want to wrinkle your Soldier Boy t-shirt. You got to hang it. <laughs> well, 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 I don't know why you're you're doing an entire carry-on of hangers. That's suspicious. If I was TSA, I'd be like, ma'am, step aside. Right? What are we doing right? with these hangers? Yeah. I mean, yes, like when we travel, I usually leave my stuff in the luggage unless I have a dress or something nice, like yeah. a jacket. Yes, do hang that, but I don't hang my t-shirts. And it doesn't seem like she's going for that long because she... she Touched down and they were like, oh, when are you guys leaving? And Jamal made it seem like very soon. And then Kim was like, pretty soon after that. Well, not even that, but look at her, what you, what she wears. Right. Like, you don't really hang <laughs> that. <laughs> no. Like, you don't need to hang jeans or Sergio Boy shirts, as no, you said. Bring some toys for the potential stepson if you're going to pet. Don't be like, here, play with these hangers, kid. Like, <laughs> bring a couple of toys. There's, there's many more things you could have packed. Besides. Well, I'm glad she did not bring any toys. Why? No, that's that's what you do. Every time we go see my nieces, you bring, not like we're trying to adopt them, although <laughs> although we would, but we always bring toys. Well, yeah, we do because we love them. Yeah. But she never met this kid and this kid doesn't even know that it's going to be adopted Very or true. potentially. Let's, let's hold on. He, let's, potentially. That's what Usman loves. It's a potential, it's a potential stepson. It's a potential stepson. Yeah. Um, so Jamal comes into the room because he's obviously making the trip. He doesn't seem thrilled about going. And I don't know if that's an act to be like, you know, I don't support this relationship. Or if he's really, maybe he doesn't like flying or the travel, but I would be fired up. I'd be like, let's go. Let's rock. Well, we learn later that this is jump this is gonna be Jamal's first time outside of the country, right? Oh, I missed that. So first time outside of the country and you're watching your mom making out with someone your age. Yeah. I don't think that's um that's a a fun trip per se. Yeah, not, yeah you want like spring break. You wanna go to Mexico or something. Yeah. You yeah. wanna be the one doing the making out, not or watching. Or go to mom. Nigeria about like do safari. Right. It's like do fun stuff, not to watch your mom at Usi. That's its own sort of <laughs> safari. <laughs> <laughs> um they do have a secret handshake, which I thought was fun. Oh, Kim and Usman? Uh, no, Kim and Jamal. I mean Kim and Jamal, yeah. yeah you and yeah. I have one too. I know, but that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> do you do you have a secret handshake with your mom? No. But that that's why I think it's kind of cool. Okay. They definitely have more of a friends vibe. Yes, they do. I, and I think that tends to happen. I don't know, but when you lose a parent or one goes away and it's like you got to support each other, I think they've got this nice tight-knit relationship, which is nice to see. Yes, for sure. So, next morning, they're going to head to the airport. Jamal's got questions. He wonders did you talk anymore about this adoption? How, how much have you learned about it? Kim has as many questions as we do. Well, this is why she's going back to Nigeria. She's yeah. going to find out more about this potential child. This could have been an email. This could have been an email. <laughs> oh, my freaking God. Yeah, she's got questions. She wants to know, like, what's going on? What are we doing here? Is everyone okay with this? And Jamal is like, wait, am I supposed to meet this kid? Yep. Yeah. You're supposed to meet your potential brother. Stepbrother. <laughs> Here's my question. An honest question about this. How would immigration look at this relationship? So Kim would be marrying Usman and, and getting him a green card to bring him to the States. She'd also be trying to bring someone else to the States who's not really in the immediate family. So does immigration just look at Kim and go, oh, you're just trying to get as many people into the States as you can? Well, I feel like I don't, I know nothing about this within the fam adoption, but to bring 
this child to the U.S., he would have to be pr- properly adopted by Usman. But doesn't that seem like an immigration scam? Oh, you adopt my son, then you're going to marry Kim and you're going to go to this. That seems like a little bit of a scam to well, me. I, well, to be honest, I think if they if they get legitimately married and that is a legitimate adoption of this child. Yes. So I think that would actually help their case. Oh, I don't see how it could help. I I don't. If they had their own biological child together, yeah, I could see that you're helping. Right. You're adopting. To me, it looks like you're saying, I'm going to adopt you so you can come to the States. Not, I'm going to adopt you because I want you as a son. You're my brother's kid. Stay oh with my, my brother. I just got an idea. Okay. Kim should adopt Usman. Yes. You remember we watched that show? Adult oh, adults adopting. adopting. That got <laughs> off the air very quickly. Because it was so creepy. Well, because there was one very problematic character on the show who was like, I think he was extremely racist and had other issues. Oh, really? Going. It was, was he the one who lived in the trailer? Um, no, I oh, think, like, no, I think he had like a decent sized house. No, no, no house. but he had a trailer for the girl who was coming from Germany and was pregnant. Yeah, I don't see anything, uh, you know. Suspicious about that at all. And he was nervous that he's gonna be attracted to her. That was the, that's when it became very I think, creepy. I think his wife was nervous he was gonna be attracted. Well, she was very nervous, but he said it too. He's like, oh, I hope <laughs> I don't. Because he, he had, I don't want to bank my new adult. He daughter. had a daughter in the past that he was attracted to. Yeah. So old habits die hard. Uh. Anyways, let's go to Nigeria. Usman's heading to the airport to pick up Kim and Jamal. He's a little nervous to meet Jamal. But he's hoping for the best, which shows you he cares. Like the more I watch this, I go, maybe Jamal's really, or maybe Usman's really into this for the for the right reasons. I mean, I feel the same. I I still don't buy that relationship. But then I watch it. I'm like, maybe it is real. You guys are making out in the airport. Because if I if I think back at when Usman was married to BGL, right? Yes. You did not see this. No, that's a good point. Like she, they were fighting a lot and he was quite disgusted by her and her constant smoking and her voice. Well, Kim is like putting on dry clothes after being caught in a downpour. It's just like, this feels so much better. This feels so much more comfortable Mm, and warm. Yes. Than BG, yeah. Um, I I, I guess. Yeah, but Kim is is a step up from BGL. Yeah, but she needs to quit smoking. Quit smoking, yes. Um... Usman, when he saw Kim, was like, yay, yay. I was like, huh? Muhammad, is that you? Yeah, it's like Kim and her two sons. Yeah, well, then Jamal was like, oh, bro, what's up? High five. Like, they were, they looked like, okay, they they are meeting. Like, they're friends. They met in college or something, and they're meeting up again. Like, I mean, Usman is 33. I think Jamal is in his late 20s. So. Yeah, he's a bit he's a bit younger. But then they just start making out and oh poor Jamal is standing there so awkwardly. So awkward. So, and that, that was so authentic. Like you could see Jamal's face like looking at production. Like, are we just gonna let this happen? No one's gonna intervene. Like how long are we gonna let this go for? Like you can tell that this is Jamal's like he's not fully comfortable with this whole thing because he truly has like real reactions right. to things. Right. Right. Oh, completely. Let's talk about his next reaction because they get to the hotel. They find their rooms. They're going to have rooms across the hall from each other, which is a little too close for comfort. It's better than next to each other. Or sharing a room. It's like, we'll uh, just just put two barriers down the bed and we can each 
have our own spot. All have a room that has the shared shared entrance. You would definitely hear the the peeling of the yammy. Yeah, yeah. But they they get to the room. They have room service. They all sit down to eat together. Jamal was very excited to like just try everything, mm-hmm. which was which was cool to see. And Jamal's like, "You guys have your own like little language. I, I see what's going on here. I see you guys like giving each other looks or like saying things." And Usman takes this as, "Oh, you don't like me. Like I, I could." sense that you you got an eye on me and you you need to warm up to me or or you need to open up a little bit because I think Usman's feeling a little judged. Yeah, so he's gonna play that. Oh boy. So okay. This was the probably I think this may have been the best part of the episode. I have so many questions. But okay. all right. So Jamal sits there, finish finishes the food and and Usman's like, well I have a gift for you, Jamal. What did you think the gift was going to be? I don't know. I I thought it was going to be like a like an like a Nigerian outfit. Yeah, I or, thought it was, I actually did. I thought it was going to be something native or traditional yeah. like welcome here. Here's yes, yes here's a, a gift. Um well, no. Not, so not he blindfolds Jamal, right? And whips out, cleans the table for us. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I noticed that too. I was like, all right. He's like wiping the table. Show some respect for this gift. And then he brings up the gift, unfolds Jamal. Unfolds? Unblindfolds. Yes. (laughs) He unfolds, he he folded Jamal up for for easy storage. And it's a fucking PS5. And you're like, okay, nice. But Jamal's losing his shit. Like, Jamal was a kid on Christmas. Yeah. And that's where I was like, is Jamal, like, like a little bit of a nerd? Because he seems like such a cool guy. All the ladies love him. He seems, like, suave. And then he lost his shit like a five-year-old on Christmas. Also, why would you... Uh, I would be like, why are you giving me a PS5 in Nigeria? Now I have to pay exactly. to bring it back to the U.S.? Maybe that's... <laughs> He's going to put it in the bag that came out all the hangers in. It's like, take this back with you. Oh, here is another thing. It came wrapped. I almost feel like Kim shipped it. You don't think... See, at first I was like, oh, Usman is just re-gifting his. Well, that's what I thought first. But then Jamal's like, this is so cool. Like how my mom got him a game system and then he got me a game system. Okay, either Jamal is very naive or... It's Usman's and he's just done with it because new PS is coming. So he's hoping for a new one. Or Kim thought of this and said, hey, I think it would be a great way to bond if you give something big to Jamal. Let me me send a PS5. I get Yeah. And like you guys can play it together. Because there is no way if Kim gifted him PS5 and I know it's expensive in the US. I can't imagine how expensive it is in Nigeria. I'm sure. That Usman would go and buy that for Jamal. Oh, hell no. I think Usman has money. I really do. Oh, I don't. He must have some money, but I I think he has more than Kim. I'll tell you that. True, but why would you you get this to Jamal? It's so silly. (sighs) Because. What else do you give? Like, think about it. They are the same age. They're 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 basically like, okay, what would I want? Usman's like, what would I want? He's like, well, a piece of five. So then he gives what he would want to. But it's like, think about it. Kim Kim gave it to Usman. Maybe Jamal was upset that he didn't oh, get it. Oh, that's interesting. Because he's like, mom, like you're giving that to this guy. What about me? That's interesting. Yeah. Whatever. So whatever the story was. 
it was weird. It was strange. Like give something, as you said, personal, personal, something from Nigeria, something he can, or like give a him souvenir. a souvenir. Yeah. Right. It was so strange. It was so strange. <laughs> so strange. Um, okay. New day. Kim, Usman, Jamal, they're all off to meet Usman's friends, Giant and KB. Yes. And so <laughs> this was one of my favorite things. Usi says that, well, I want Jamal to see me and my friends playing with his mom. <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? And it, it didn't even happen. Like it ended up Jamal playing with Usi and his friends. And Kim watching, saying, I love watching my boys playing. Ew. I know. This whole thing is just weird. I know. So they finished shooting archery, which was, that looked like a cool game. That looked, that, that looked fun. Yeah. Blue, um, blue. They, uh, <laughs> they sit down to talk. And Jamal's like, all right, what do you think about this relationship? Ask the friends. Honestly, what do you guys think when you see this? And it's like, oh, Kim's a very good person. But here's the deal. Usman is a man without kids. And, and so that's an issue. So maybe there'll be a second wife. Maybe your mom won't be the only one. I mean, imagine if Usman met Shida. They would just be popping kids. Ooh, true. I know there's a lot of storylines that you could be like, oh, well, they belong together. No, they belong together. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So Usma wants a kid, right? Yes. Jovi wants a kid. Yeah. Summit wants a kid. Yeah. Shida wants a kid. That's what I'm saying. Am I missing anyone who doesn't want? Oh, Michael and Angela. I don't think they. Uh, I think they have other issues. Yeah. Um, but after after the friends say, oh, maybe there'll be a second wife. Usman's like, no, because two wives mean no green card, and you know I'm here for. The green card. Yeah, GC. So he goes, I have another plan. Actually, I was thinking instead of having a second wife, I could just adopt one of my brother's children. Mojave. And there's so much, there's so much love for this one child. I just, I just love this one. I thought, why not adopt him? And friends are like, oh, sounds like a good idea. You need a kid. Yeah. And Jamal's like, okay, well, that's. Not normal where I come from. Is it normal here? And KB's like, yeah, here in Nigeria, you do that. It, it's normal. But here's the plot twist. A little bit of everything. This sounds too good to be true. <laughs> what? I could just adopt my brother's kid. This is too good. This is too easy. And all of us already judging Mohammed for just giving Mojave well, away, right? Right. Well, not so fast, Usman. So Mohammed doesn't know that Usman would like to adopt his son. <laughs> this is called kidnapping. Uh, yeah. Usman has to study the potential, like potential wife, potential yeah. girlfriend, potential son, like enough. Uh, so, yes, we learn, oh, Usman's never talked to his family about this idea. And so Kim is like, what is going on? She's like, that's why I came here. But what Usman says, I'm like, is he okay? Because he's like, well, I didn't ask. I was waiting for you. Right. I mean, I get that. You want to be a united front? You want yes. to go and you want to ask? Here's my question. Again, I don't know the culture, but okay, I believe this. I believe people adopt from within their immediate family. Okay, but let's go with this. I would imagine it would be the parent of the child who would go to another relative and be like, listen, I'm struggling. I can't afford to raise my three children would you be willing to adopt one? I would imagine yeah. it would be like the parent 
suggesting, hey, or asking, could you not like just a single guy being like, hey, Muhammad, can I get one of your kids? Like, I feel like it'd be the other way around. Hey, can you help yeah. me out and adopt? Not, oh, can I adopt your kid? <laughs> right? Yeah, that would make more sense. Can I have your child? No, it'd be like more like, hey, can you care for my child? Because you could give it a better, give it, give my kid a better life than. You know what I'm curious about? Like if that happens, right? When the kids get older, do they tell them that, hey, I'm actually your uncle. Probably. Your dad is over here, but he gave you up. Probably. I mean, if it's common, I'm sure, yeah, it's spoken about and it's understood. I guess. So I mean, it's, that's the thing. If you if they did a, a DNA test, they all run, they all are right. one big family. Yeah. yeah. I think you can get more specific and find out sure. who, your, who your father is. But very interesting development. Very interesting development. And what's even more interesting is the preview of the next episode <laughs> when they when they ask Mohammed and you just see Mohammed saying, What? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Poor Mohammed is just seen, sitting there all innocent. Yeah, what? About to be adopted. Because it's almost, ins- again, I don't know the culture, but it's almost insulting. Like, oh, you think you could do a better job than I can? Also, Mohammed has multiple kids. Well... Usman said, I, I have a really strong connection with this one. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, there's this one I really love. And so why not? Uh, All right. That is Kim, Jamal, Usman. And Mojave. And Mojave. <laughs> Potentially. Well, let's move on. Let's stay in Nigeria, though. Let's go to this next couple. Let's go to Angela and Michael. It's not too late, guys. Somehow we managed to podcast earlier, so our neighbors don't hate us. I know. Well, we were itching to podcast. We haven't podcast since. I know. Very true. Whenever? Yeah. Ah, All right. So we pick up where we left off. Yes. Angela still FaceTiming Billy. Michael has just stormed off. Yes. I felt bad for Billy because Mm -hmm. once, well, I'm interested to see if you feel the same way I do. Michael leaves, and Angela's like, look. He's jealous. I talk to you, right? He knows I have a crush on you. I feel bad for Billy because he keeps bringing up his dialysis almost as if he doesn't believe he's lovable because of his condition. He's like, uh. he's like, huh, Michael, why, why is Michael jealous of a guy who's on dialysis five days a week? Now, I don't know if he was saying that as like, I can't be a threat because I'm at dialysis. But then I think you're selling yourself short, Billy, because... We know people who are on dialysis well, and, and they have a life outside the hospital too. Very true. So my dad was on dialysis for three years. Yes. Five days a week for six hours, right? So basically he woke up, he went to work if, yes. on days he could because there were other complications. And then right after work, he went to dialysis. He got home at 2 a.m. That was oh, his geez. life. Okay. Yeah. So I just... I maybe am misunderstanding how Billy's talking about, but I was like, no, man, like, don't, don't be like, oh yeah, you should still feel like people could be jealous of you. You have a lot to offer. And also, I don't know what his condition fully is, but if there is a potential of him getting a kidney in the future, that will change things. Yeah. My dad got a kidney. I have to knock it. Yeah. That he's back to living his best life sure or as, as good of a life as he had before. And yeah, he's, living, he's living too good of a life right now. Yeah. I think. He, he needs to like he cu- needs to cut back. back. On, so yeah. Well, yeah, I just called them earlier. My dad was like drinking wine for dinner. I'm like, you don't need to drink wine for dinner on yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. But yes, I feel like he, he was miserable during those three years. It was tough, but that doesn't mean the life ends. Right. 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 
he was still able to do things. Uh, you can't really travel, but... But you can do it with women on TikTok. Well, that's very true. So I feel bad for Bailey, but... Yeah, hopefully hopefully he comes out of this on on the right side. Yeah, and they're organ donors. Like, it happens all the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened to my dad. Well, this comes up in the next scene because Angela hangs up with Billy and goes to talk to Michael, and Michael's still upset. Did you see her walking barefoot around the hotel? No. Ew. Um, Dude, put shoes on. Yeah. Like, that's just disgusting. Yeah. I feel like her feet are probably very calloused. Nothing, yeah. can really, nothing can really get in there. Ew. Um, but she goes to talk to Michael, and he's still fired up. He's upset. And Angela's like, you're going to give me hell because I'm trying to save a man's life? And Michael's like, how are you going to save a man's life? Do you have a kidney to save his life? Or is your presence going to save his life? Well, okay. I see both sides in a way. Like, Angela used to work at a hospice, right? So yes. she wants to care for people. And I know when we think of Angela, we don't think her of her as someone who cares. No, this, she is what I, yells. this is what I said last week. But very true. She does care for people. She cared for her mom. She worked at a hospice. So I feel like she feels like this is her mission. But in the same time, if you fly to Canada and you smoke around freaking Billy. Right. Well, how is that going to help him? Michael needs to fake an illness, I think, in order <laughs> to have Angela be nicer to him. I think that's the only way. Michael, if you're mm. listening, fake an illness, okay? Make it believable, but fake an illness, and I think Angela will be there for you. I mean, yeah. I see why Michael's... The, okay, I'm trying to organize my thoughts. I think if Angela just talks to Billy, right? Yeah. Tries to be there for him as a friend. They FaceTime once a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. I uh, think that's fine. I think, I, I think that's fine because Billy is not attracted to her. But I don't see why, how it would help Billy if she flew to Canada. And as I said, would smoke around him all the time. Like, what, do you, what would you right. do? No, I... I do believe she can help by putting his story out there. She's got a big platform and saying, hey, if anyone is a donor, my friend's in need. I have a little issue with the communication now that Angela's come out and been like, oh, I have a crush on him. I think that makes it a little weird. Not not to say they can't talk or something's going to happen because it's not going to. But if I were Michael, after you told me you have a crush on this man... If you were talking to him every day, I think I would have a problem with it. Okay, yes, fair enough. Uh, speaking of donors, I'm just going to add it in here because we always talk about it. It's sad to think about things that can potentially happen to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. But you can put on your driver's license that you are a donor. Yes. If, God forbid, anything happened to you, yes. you would at least serve a purpose. And there's this big misconception that if you choose to be a donor... That, say you got in a car accident, that, oh, the EMTs aren't going to save me because they want my organs. That's not true. So you can put that, yes, you want to be a donor and you're still going to get the same care and hopefully you'll be fine yeah. too. But worst case scenario. And it's not just car accidents. It can be no, anything. It can it's be anything. just out there. Sure. And they know that you would want to help other people like yeah. Billy or that's what happened to my dad. He yeah. got some, someone was in an unfortunate accident but my dad got a kidney out of it yeah. because he was signed up as a donor. Yeah. Um, 
speaking of health, serious question. Was Angela wearing like a purple life alert necklace? I don't know. If I don't know familiar. what it is. So like uh, you've heard like the I've fallen and I can't get up. You've heard yeah, that. Yeah, but it's a button, no? Yeah, yeah. But it's a button that's usually on a necklace or maybe a bracelet. She was wearing this necklace that had a button on it. And I was like, I could see her wearing that, but I had never seen it before. Maybe it's her mom's. Her mom's life alert necklace? Well, maybe it's her <laughs> little rem- yeah, I reminiscence. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I just had never seen it before. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But okay. So new day. Things aren't great, but Michael's still there for now. He starts to pack up because he's sort of had enough and he thinks if Angela is going to go to Canada, well, I'm out of here. Yes. She's upset that Angela puts Billy over their marriage. Right. And I think this moment hits Angela because she's like, shit, I'm always the one storming over and leaving and now he's doing it. Like, I guess he's really upset. Like, I I finally pushed him enough Mm -hmm. that he cannot take this. What is so upsetting to me is how childish Angela is because she admits, well, from the start, you told me I can't go to Canada. And so that's why I wanted to go to Canada. It's like, it's a child. Oh, you can't. You can't play with this until you cleaned your room. Well, I'm going to go play with it anyways. It's like oh, the only reason you kept saying you're going to go to Canada or wanted to go to Canada is because Michael said you can't go to Canada. Like, how about you have a adult conversation about it as opposed to just being like, well, you said no, so I'm going to go do it. They don't have adult conversations. No. He's forbidden to go on Instagram. He's forbidden to talk to anyone with a vagina. He's forbidden to a lot of things, but... Why? And that's a good point because Angela forbids him from doing so much. Yet Michael can't be like, hey, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Maybe don't go to Canada to go see the guy you told me you had a crush on. Well, he says it again. And Angela has a change of heart because she's like, you know what? You must really be hurt. So, you know what? I won't go to Canada. And so that's Good. That's positive. And things are good for two seconds. Well, Angela's like, okay, come back to mommy. Uh, Ew. Trying to skip that part. Ew. Like, <laughs> she could actually be his mom. That's that's why it's gross. Yeah. Um. So then things are good. And then Michael's phone starts ringing. Who's that, Michael? It's Peter, one of the goofballs. Oh, boy, the goofballs. And here's the issue. Peter's asking Michael, hey, do you and Angela want to meet up? But Michael told Angela, oh, I haven't talked to the goofballs in forever. Mm. Well, then how would one of the goofballs know that she was in town? So clearly there's some lying here. Mm-hmm. Classic uh, Michael. But I don't know what happened to Angela. She she all of a sudden matured in a, in a heartbeat. I mean, the opening scene of the season was Michael swimming in the pool with the goofballs around him. Well, she wasn't there. She doesn't know no, that. No, She doesn't know. So she's like, all right. Well, luckily I just went to therapy. Uh, so I'm not going to whoop your ass. Let's go see the goofballs. She'll give it a shot. But this is this is how fucked up this is, right? Angela says, I'll try. I'll 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 give them a shot. But Michael, you know me. I can't promise anything. Like yeah. he, she's already preparing him that she might lose her shit. Like how about you don't lose your shit? Right. How about you work on that? How about you're just going to be cordial? I'm not even going to say friendly. Be cordial. Have a drink. Say what's new. And just yeah. play it cool. Keep if, it cool. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Very true. 
All right. That is Angela and Michael. Michael. I think we should take a break. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll round this thing out with all the other couples. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How's it going? Good. Are you ready to travel to New York City? Always, but not with these two. The city that never sleeps. Yes. The Big Apple. The apple of my eye. The apple of your eye. Mm. Yes. Um, Bilal and Shida. Yes. So Bilal is going to take Shida to do a helicopter ride because apparently that's been on her bucket list. Oh, I thought he had like another prenup he wanted to run by her. Does this not <laughs> Does this not put up any red flags for anyone else? Wasn't she afraid of heights last season? And that's why when they were on the Karis well, or she the was, Ferris Well, she was, but this is on her bucket list. And she said, I've always wanted to go I, on a but helicopter. She, but she's like, I could be up here forever. This is so much fun. I had so much joy. No, the, you're either afraid of heights or you're not. So this is, I, I don't think Shida's truly on. I think she's one of the people who... Says things when they fit. Mm, I think you're probably right. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh, like the Ferris wheel. I'm scared of the heights, right? But then you want to go on a helicopter. It's like, really? I know. Really? It did look cool. It like that's probably the way to see the city. Well, one way to see the city. Yeah. But like every time we land in New York and you and you see the skyline, mm-hmm. you're like, it's. It's a pretty cool yeah, sight. They just keep crashing too often. The helicopters? Yeah, around New York. There are multiples. Oh. During, the, during the time I lived there, there were at least two fatal accidents. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's I was going to say to more positive note, but <laughs> it's, the, it's the same note. So even though she had a great time in the helicopter, Shida is still thinking about her baby. That would not take her mind off a baby. Enough. Honestly, like she is... Ugh, she has a stick up her ass. So does Bilal. But yeah. she does too. Like, you need to relax. I get it. You're up there in age. You're not that old. You're 37. So you still have a few years. I get it. I totally get it. But how about you enjoy the moment and stop talking about a kid because the more you talk about it, the more annoyed he gets. And you guys are not going to resolve anything. How about you take a couple of months, yeah. enjoy life, have fun together, get to know each other, and then bring it up. I'm sure he would be way more open to it. Yeah. Instead of you bringing up the kid, every single thing you do, you have a nice little, oh, a kid. Oh, you're the helicopter ride. Oh, but I want to have a kid. It's like, enough. No, I'm sick of you, Shida. You're right. To think that he's changed his mind overnight is ridiculous. So yeah, even if you let like two weeks go by and then be like, hey, we haven't talked about this in a couple of weeks. How do you how do you feel about kids? Like, yeah, every single day they wake up and it's like It's annoying. And you- get your eggs frozen. I feel like if you yeah. freeze your eggs, and I know I have some friends who's done it who are in their late thirties. They're not married. They don't have a partner, but there might be in the future, well, freeze your eggs. I don't know if that's as much the question as it is, I'm not going to stay with a man who doesn't eventually want to father my children. But he didn't say that. He just said he wants to enjoy being the two of them that get to know each other for a few years, which I do agree well, that, with. That's true. There, It is in the contract. So freeze the eggs mm-hmm. in worst case scenario at 40, we can fertilize those puppies. Yeah. But yes- She's demanding this answer. And she's like, if I don't see what I want to see in three, six, nine months, well, this relationship might be over. Listen, 
I know, like, yes, Bella's being an asshole about this. I'm not taking Bella's side, right? But he's always said this. He's always said, we need time to have kids. I don't want to have kids right now. And she still married him. Yeah. Like, if he was so, so upset over this, if she really wanted to have kids, why did you marry him? Then you should have been just like, hey, I need someone who wants to have children. I want to have kids now. Let's just part our ways. Bye. Like, she still married him knowing that he does not want to have kids right now. Yeah, well, you're being too logical for 90-day fiancé. I know, but I'm just saying before I get shit from everyone, yeah. it's like I'm not taking anyone's side. But she was very open about not wanting to have kids, and she still said I do, hoping that he'll change well, his mind. Like, here's, ah. here's where he was the worst, maybe the worst he's ever been, is when Shida's like, well, I don't even know if you're even 100% in this relationship, you're saying you don't want kids with me. I don't feel that you're totally into this. And Bilal's like, let me ask you, what have you ever done for me? Uh, I mean, that was like the worst thing. I mean, what have you ever done? How about putting up with your pranks? How about moving from another country to very true. like, come on, come on, whether she has or not done things for you to even say, well, what have you done for me? This is this is not how relationships or marriages work. No, I think he likes to hurt back when he feels hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a childish response. Yeah, and but so does Shida because she's like, Well, if I don't get a definite answer within like ninety days, then this will break the relationship. Well which is bad too, because you're basically saying, All right, you need to tell me otherwise I'm out. Like we just got married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but again, below the comments, just like way to ruin a moment. Mm -hmm. Just no, they're, they're both, both are bad. They're yeah, both atrocious. Mm -hmm. And then the most atrocious of them all, Utrus, <laughs> shows up. They're at Central Park. I knew exactly where they were. Yes, yes. In we, Central Park, I yeah. We used to live around there. Yeah, we used to. That was the you, you, the place they were sitting around was when you and I tried to work out after we roll. roll Oh Rollerbladed. Uh huh. That was that spot. Got it. Mm -hmm. Imagine if we were there doing our push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got on this health kick for two weeks in New York, and we we're like, we're gonna rollerblade in Central Park, and then we're gonna finish our rollerblading, and we're gonna do push-ups and sit-ups. <laughs> and we did once. Yeah, once. Um, okay, so the Central Park mood is still tense, and Shad is like, I'm no longer gonna sweep my feelings under the rug just to please you, Bilal. I'm gonna speak my mind, but. First, a moment of uterus. Uh, She's about to leave, so Shadow yes, wants to bye. talk to her. Shadow wants to talk to her one more time. So Blah's like, "All right, I'm gonna leave you two alone. You guys chat. I'll be back." So uterus is like, "So, mm, I have an advice for you. I mean, Bill said that if you happen to be pregnant, he would be happy. So, how about you like stop taking your birth control pills?" I'm like, "Okay." She one doubles thing down on this idea. <laughs> One thing is, if you just said it out loud to the cameras, that's already fucked up. But to tell your friend, to actually suggest it to your desperate friend. <laughs> um, I shouldn't even be laughing at it. But help me understand Shida's reaction. Because she goes, well, that won't work. He's the one using contraception. Was she considering it if it was an option or was she, oh, yeah. was she as appalled as the rest of America? No, I think she would consider it like... Oops, I forgot to take a few pills. It only takes a few pills and you it messes up your inner system and, mm -hmm. and uh, something can slip. 
Um, so yeah, Bilal's or Shada's like, yeah, Bilal's the one using contraception. Utris loses her mind. She's like, what? Why? How dare he use male contraception? What? I don't. I don't understand that. She. I think she feels like Bilal lied to her by saying, oh yeah, if something happens, and she's like, well, how could anything ever happen if you're using concept contraception? things can happen with male contraception. I was just waiting for Utrecht saying, so go and pin holes in all the condoms. Completely, completely. She almost gets that far because Shida's like, well, if I'm not pregnant in nine months, the relationship may be over. And Utrecht is like, all right, well, I think you've finally grown the balls. Tell me, if you had to choose between baby and marriage, what are you choosing and Shada chose a baby. Honestly, being, do you really want to be a single mom? I mean, some people probably do, but you have a husband. Like, you should make it work or or part your ways and then you figure out your baby. Yeah. I hate to say this out loud, and I might get shit for this, but she's basically choosing something that doesn't exist yet over her husband. Yeah. I say, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to end this, what I have with you for something that doesn't, isn't real yet, which is a terrible thing to say, I think, of Shida. I think and maybe I don't fully understand because I don't get the obsession with the baby. Well, that's where you're going to lose people. I think many people want a family. Oh, oh. Want I, I to think care for I someone. Do, I do too, but it's affecting her. Quite a bit. It's affecting everything around her. Yeah. Everyone around her. And it's like, there is one thing. It's like, I want to make it work. I want a kid. But the other thing is like, you're going to ruin everything else. Yeah. Then how, how, how is the baby going to come to the world that's just ruined? Like your marriage going to fall apart. What are you going to well, do? Well, she's going to find another man to True. have the child with. True. Yeah, and this is when Utrecht is basically like, yeah, like, okay, stick to the nine months, but hide his condoms, poke holes, and then do whatever you <laughs> do whatever you have to do to get pregnant. Yeah, she's like, no matter what you do, stick to your nine month yeah. deadline. It's Utrecht's like, why, why are you in this relationship? <laughs> Go back to London. Quite terrible. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of children. All right. Let's go to Germany because hence the music. Jovi and Yara in Germany. Jovi looks like he needs a drink or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're walking around, see the beautiful mountains, right? Such a beautiful little town. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And Jovi's upset because of, surprise, surprise, Yara wanted to stay in Europe, being influenced by Karina and Olga. And here we go. Yara goes, we're almost done with our trip and we haven't even helped anyone. So I need to stay so I can help people. Not a great argument. No. I'm not going to believe that you're going to help people once I leave if you haven't helped people when I was here. Okay. So here's the thing. I think this trip was to see her mom and her best friend, and that's perfectly fine. And she should have said that. You're allowed to have a little R&R. You're allowed to have a vacation. You're allowed to go see your mom. You're making yourself look worse, Yara, by going... I'm going to go to Europe and help. And then you not yeah. help. And I was going to say, like, if we saw her going to refugee camps or helping out people, yes, that's here's one thing. But she's there to see her mom. Her mom never never saw Myla before. And that's perfectly and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I do think she could help as someone who's bilingual, speaks 
the yeah. language. I think she could help. And so I think there is value if she wanted to do that. Oh, but any, there is a value to anyone who wants to help. Sure, sure. I don't think I would be as useful well, in a foreign country. Well, they would find something for you. And of course they would. I'm being a little facetious. But it's completely fine for her to be like, I just want to go see my mom. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would have questioned that watching, going, oh, you're going to Prague? Why don't you go help? Like, yeah, no, no, I think they'd be like, oh, cool. It's great that you can finally go see your mom after yeah. COVID, after so many years. And your best friend. And she's yeah. like, I'm, hel- I'm helping my best friend to buy her clothes at a boutique. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's nice, but yeah. yeah. I don't want to shit on this because... I understand like, how she feels. If it was my country, I would. I don't. I don't even know what I would do. Like I would lose my shit. But I think you would first put your family front and center. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go see them. Yeah, no, I'm going to go think totally. bring them what they need. Go shower them with love. Yeah. Like that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? and you can donate money. I've donated money. Sure. To like a Czech organization that helps yeah, I Ukrainians. Think she, I think she's making herself look worse than she needs to. And I don't know if she felt like she needed to say she was going to go help, but I think she's making herself look worse than she needs to because she's saying, oh, I haven't even helped anyone yet. It's like, you don't, it'd be great if you could, yeah. but just be with your mom. Let your mom meet your, her granddaughter. Like, yeah. That's enough that is for enough, this trip. Yeah. Yeah. And even like seeing your best friend who did escape Ukraine, just yeah. being there with her, that's yeah. great. But you don't, yeah, she keeps saying I need to keep helping. Like, yes, but there are a lot of ways you can help. And you also have a baby. Like if you go to, let's say, a refugee camp, like what are you going to do with Mila? Right, right. And again, the argument would be like, well, we don't know what happens off camera. She just said, I haven't helped anyone yet. So we're just going with her own words. And she said she hasn't helped. So, all right. So she wants to stick around. Jovi obviously doesn't want that. So he's got an idea. And this is, I hate this. I mean, Joey, WTF. This can't be real. This is so dumb. Like, I hate when people say this, that why don't we have another baby? Because it could fix our relationship. This is the worst idea a person can have because that's usually the opposite. And then that baby is going to end up having split up parents. Yeah. I always like to watch the show and think everything is authentic. I have a hard time believing Jovi wants to have a second kid in this circumstance. Okay, I'm going to bring someone into this mix that wasn't on this episode, but I saw on social media because I always, if I think of something being fake, I think of the loudmouths, like Libby and Andre. I always think that that family cannot be that extreme. Those relationships (laughs) cannot be that bad. And then Megan made a statement saying, what you see on TV, that's what it is. I haven't seen that side of a family for a while. We don't talk. We're not friendly. Like it's, it's as bad as you see. Yeah. And I I was like, holy shit, really? I believe, I believe it. Um, but so yeah, the, the story here is Joby wants another baby that could strengthen our relationship. Here's where let's say it is real. I don't think that would help at all. If nothing else, I feel like Yara would get pregnant and want to be with her mom even more because you're off at work. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to stay at home with Mama Gwen or however far away she's from Mama Gwen if it's even a possibility. She's like, cool, you're at work. Then I'll definitely stay in Europe and my mom can take care of me while I'm pregnant and can help with Mila. So I just see that idea backfiring even if she went for it. And Yara, da- and I think Yara sees right through him because she's like, no, like, no, not right now. Now is not the time. Apparently she doesn't want to have another kid, but in like four years, which is fine because 
let's not forget she's 27. Yes. So and she still has time. And as she said, like, my business is starting to pick up. I want to be able to focus on that. We already have one child. Like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. So cut to the spa. Yes. And I think it's smart because she has the time to let the kid grow to a school age yeah. so she can have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to manage. Yeah. I guess so. You're the one that wants twins, but okay. Because I'm old. Yeah, true. Like if, if I was 27, I'd be like, I'll have one now. And I'll wait five, six years. I don't yeah. have that time. Yeah. Okay. So at the spa with Karina, it looks beautiful. We all agree. We, oh my gosh. We want to be there. I so want to be there. And Karina asks about this whole idea about living in Europe. And she's like, do you really want to move here? Or do you want to just visit or what's going on? And Yara's basically pulling an Angela and just saying, well... I only say I want to move here because Joey doesn't want me to move here. Mm. It's like, come, uh, come on, let's all grow up a little bit yes. here, right? Because she says, well, I'll just visit. Yeah. I'm down to just visit every couple months. And she brought up like, yes, I can come here and stay six months at a time, which is true. But if you keep doing it too often, you might end up with some questions. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not possible, but why would you do that? What is like so... You come here for six months. What about Jovi? I would understand if she was coming here when Jovi's away. Yeah, that makes sense. But six months at a time. That's a, that's a little extreme. Yeah. Um, so then Jovi and Talmadge are drinking some beers. Well, she said one more thing that I was like, if I was Jovi, that would hurt because she said, well, I just want to bur- burn. I just want to build my independency. Mm. I, I yeah, get it. No, I no, get no. that. You should no. understand that more than anyone. Oh, absolutely. You should be independent, but that's what he's like. What I am very independent. Like I, I'm gonna say it. And it's gonna sound mean, but it comes from the bottom of my heart. In a way, I don't need you. I chose to be with you, right? But yeah. I don't need you. I like, don't think I, that's mean at all. I'd rather I want to be wanted, not needed. Like yes. it's a choice. Like I don't need you financially. I don't need you for anything. But I want to be with right. you, and that's why we're together, right? Um, I was going somewhere with this. Well, the independence. Yeah, the independence. I'm very independent from you know financial to me building furniture, which I enjoy. But <laughs> why it sounds bad for Jovi? Is because she keeps talking about how she wants to be in Europe, right? Yeah. So it just sounds wrong. It just sounds well, like she's building her independence so she can move to Europe. I don't mean to take anything away, but I would be less impressed at her independence in Europe than her independence in America. Like it'd be more difficult for her to gain independence in a foreign country. I don't agree. You know why? Because why? in America, she speaks the language. In Europe, yeah. she speaks... I mean... Yes, she speaks Ukrainian and English. Yeah. Outside of Ukraine and okay. England, yes, people probably understand, but it's more difficult to find a job if you don't speak the native tongue. Okay. Well, then I agree then. Good point. So, okay. Then Jovi and, and Talmadge drinking beers. And Jovi's saying, yeah, I told Yara I want another kid in the near future, and, and Yara's not having it, and I kind of feel like she just dismisses my thoughts, right? And Tom was just like, is, is Yara trying to change you, Jovi? He doesn't, Jovi doesn't think so. No, but T says, well, I hate to see you guys fight. Like you have a baby, right? But. Well, he, he wants to 
ball out and have fun, as he says. I miss the times just we're balling out, having fun. I feel like Yara's trying to change you. It's like, no, it's called marriage. It's called yes. being a father. It's called settling down. It's called settling down and maturing and prioritizing. And yes, if Yara made Joby refocus, well, then that's good. I don't think that's controlling. I think that's responsible. Yeah, but here, here's why I said that the independency comment is like a job to Joey. And again, I think it's good for Yara. She should yeah. be independent. But Joey said he feels like Yara's building a future for herself without him. Sure. And I think that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like do if too. he feels this way and then she says it, not, she doesn't say exactly that, but she hints that she wants to be independent, which again, she should. But it just... With this whole mess, doesn't doesn't sound right. No. And, and so Jovi just says, I'm going to tell Yara I don't want her to stay in Europe. I want her to come home with me. And that's fine. You can tell her that. But again, it, should, it needs to be a conversation. Yeah. It's not me telling you anything. It's us deciding together what's best for the family. Yes. And if she goes home with him now, just he's going to come back home, right, from work. Then he's going to go again. So give it a month or two and then you can go back to Europe. Like they're just, yeah. this is too much drama for nothing. All right, let's move on. Last and but not least. No, last and least for this, ep- for this episode. <laughs> well, yeah. Jenny. Summit and Jenny. Jenny and Summit. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Whole family is going to meet Summit's family. Yes. We have Jenny. We have Summit. We have Jen. We have Christina. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to go all meet Summit's family. And Samit's family actually showed up this time. Everyone except Sadna. Sadna. Yes. Everyone except Sadna. And Samit hasn't seen his parents since they disowned him. Right. Right. He tried that one time and they stood him up. But this time at least Anil shows up. Yeah. And Amit and Shri. Mm -hmm. Right. Sadna just can't handle the news. Of Jenny yes. and so apparently Sadna didn't come because she's not well since Summit got married. <laughs> okay, what illness she, is that, Sadna? She, she's so well broken heart. She's so, yeah, she's so dramatic. But yeah, it's so sad to see a family break up over this. And it doesn't have to be that way. Anil showed up. Mm-hmm. Sadna could have showed up. Christina gives this lovely little speech very friendly about you know we all we all love submit and we love the love and we just want you guys to be able to to feel the same way about jenny that we feel about submit and anil is like agreeing with her like oh like almost like being happy to hear how great summit is right yeah but i feel like he's just thinking like i wish christina wasn't uh, was available because she's the appropriate age <laughs> yeah and and she's like, it's been ten years. They happen to fall in love with each other. Like that's life. That's what happens. They didn't. They're not doing this to upset you. They're not trying to piss you off. They just happen to fall in love. And we should be happy that people find people they love, mm-hmm. no matter age or gender or whoever. They found love and they're together. And we should support that. Wow, that's how Christina feels. Anil, however, <laughs> we're getting a lot of calls from the neighbors. Yeah, and from the family, it's not accepted by the society. <laughs> very nasty things. It's, I mean. It's sad. It's, it's, it's very so sad. Th- it, it's sad that this is happening. It's sad that they're getting these calls. I find it somewhat humorous. I would love, like, what happens on these calls? Like, record these calls <laughs> and and play them somewhere, please. I would love to hear what's being said. 
but it's sad that it's happening. It's even sadder that the family is siding with these random rude prank callers yeah. over their own son. It's like, now we're going to take the side of, of society who's calling in and threatening us or making fun of us. We're going to side with them as opposed to our son who's actually found happiness. And also like, if those are like prank calls from random people, okay, but from your neighbors and family, do they just call you and say, oh, stop it. Ugh, he, he is shame on him and you hang up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to hear recordings of this. Oh, my gosh. Um, So then Jenny does the Hail Mary and says, well, all right. I know. Because because Anil says, well, and because of all this, it is not possible to accept Jenny. Right. So she goes, okay, well, if I'm not going to be accepted here, well, I don't want to take some it away from his family, but maybe we should move to America. Well, she should have discussed this with Samir because he's shocked. Yeah. I'm it's shock because yeah. I'm it's like, are you like really planning to live in America? And Jenny's like, yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> are you though, Jenny? Come on. All these empty threats. That's what this episode was. Empty threats. I'm yeah. going to Canada. I'm going to America. We're going to have a baby. It's like all these empty threats just to get people to do what they want. And yes, speaking of babies, Summit hasn't told her that oh, yeah. he's planning on adopting to win his mom back. Adopting someone. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe Amit's got a, a son that he can adopt. Oh, Who knows? So Amit does have a baby, oh, but yeah. just one. Well, there you go. Nah, not enough. So that's the episode. That's it. It looks like it might get a little spicier next week. I hope so. We'll see. In the meantime, if you want more, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. As we said, single life's wrapping up, but then we got love and paradise. We got Darcy and Stacy. So get over there, patreon.com slash married to reality. And our bonuses. Yeah, the bonuses are there. Can't forget about the bonuses. Follow us on Instagram. I'm married to reality pod. Message us. Let us know what you guys are thinking about the season. If you guys are excited for love and paradise, whatever it is, we want to hear it. So message us at Married to Reality Pod. Follow along. Also, just follow the podcast, this one, wherever you're listening. Right now, it's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the review you we see from Miss Lindsay. I think so. Or Miss Lindsay. Yeah, you, you always lead me right into it now. Thank you, Miss or Mrs. I guess. Miss. Does he have an hour? M-S. L-I-N-D. Am I Miss or Mrs.? I think you're Mrs. Because I'm married. Because you're married. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know how that works, but I think, it's, right. I think it's Mrs. I like um, Mrs. But this is Mrs. Teresa. But this is Miss. You sound like a teacher. This is Miss <laughs> Linz or Miss Lindsay. Whatever it is, thank you so much. We'll call you yeah, whatever, we, whatever review. you want thank us you. to call you. Thank you so much for that. If you haven't left the review, please do. Tis the season to give. And Tis the season to give and receive. We would love to receive a review. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys, everyone who shared that we were a top podcast. Thank you again for all the support, the love. We love it. We love, we love. love, love. All right. I think I've said it all of you. I've said so, it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.